Yo. Hey. What up? It's your boy Marquell, joined by Tiffany in the building. What's good? I'm chilling. How are you doing today? Man, I am tired. What? It's Saturday. You're young. You're supposed to be like, hey, I'm about to take a shower and go hit the club. Yo, what's young to you? Young. What is young to you? Yo, young is like young is for real. Like however I think, right? However you feel, because I'm forty one. Fifty and young out here. So you can, right? You just have to be with the right crowd. Yeah, I guess. Because let me tell you, so one of my one of my best friends, she's thirty-one, I think. Like thirty, thirty-one, like right there. So like 10, 10, 11 years younger than me. And let me tell you, hanging out with that child, I'm like, okay, yes, I am young, I am vibrant, I can I can stroll up and down, you know, Ebor wearing heels all night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me go out with, you know, some of my other girlfriends that are like closer to my age, maybe a little bit older. And I'm like, whoo, y'all. It's nine o'clock. I'm ready for a nap. So, yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Who you hang out with? Yeah. Like, you know. But let me introduce the podcast. This is Marquell's Mandated Madness. I've been thinking about changing the name, but for now, that's what it's going to be. And uh, we are back for another episode. Yeah. I appreciate you joining me first and foremost. No doubt. This is like, this is like, my favorite thing to do is to spend time with with you and, and, and all these beautiful people out here. Yes, yes. The the podcast has definitely gotten better since you joined. What? Uh, it's because of you. No, I, I, I really mean that because, um, like I said before, you know, the perspective before was just me and the homies. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, the male perspective, you know, sometimes we need an objective point of view or a different point of view on certain topics and almost kind of you know like men can kind of sometimes be out of touch what what never no I'll, I'll be the first to admit we sometimes can be out of touch so it's good to have a perspective of somebody who is in touch but you know what I think Honestly, like that goes both ways because women are so used to like, and I can't speak for all women, right? But I think women are so used to like us fighting to get like our point across, our voices heard and everything else that sometimes we we get so headstrong, we forget to stop and listen and just be like, okay, wait, hold on. 
what's your perspective as the guy you know what I mean so I think it does go both ways I think kind of bouncing things off of each other back and forth just like some of the topics that we talk about and everything else I will say for me I've had a whole nother kind of idea or perspective of things and so far you know I've used these past two weeks you know to go back to my relationship and be like you know what let's talk about this let's 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 hash this out so I like this I like this a lot yeah I mean it's honestly it's it's for me this type of dialogue is um uh sort of like a source of therapy not in the sense of like for my own personal issues but more of a sense of therapy of like talking out thoughts and ideas and and you know what I mean like um kind of just looking at different perspectives and ways to look at things and situations um you know mainly because I personally like um this is just my personal opinion but I believe that, like, as a, especially as a man, I feel like you can't um, really, like, you're not really, I don't think we're trained and raised and, and brought up to express our emotions. Not even in the sense of, like, crying, but I'm saying in the sense of, literally being able to express the things that either bother us or you know what I'm saying or um, things that kind of like we don't understand about women like I think men are supposed to or not supposed to but it seems as if men are supposed to kind of suppress their own emotions and feelings for like sacrificing it for the sake of the opposite sex yeah but in a sense like I kind of feel like I don't know like I feel like men that's not fair like men should be able to express like be able to like have a conversation I think a lot of times because of society men have to take on the responsibility of all men therefore we can't personally individually feel different ways about different things and we can't express that because if we express it it's almost like well no you're just saying that because you don't want to sound like the other guys but y'all all think alike and y'all all feel alike and y'all all are supposed to man up and just cope with shit yes yes so who's gonna break the cycle like who's gonna be the first guy to be like you know what screw this but this is the thing if like the main thing that they tell you when you're trying to break a cycle Mm -hmm. is well I mean I don't know I mean I I was I would assume the first thing would be to acknowledge that there is a problem and that there's a cycle that needs to be broken but if everybody not everybody but if if society already influences in a way to where 
you know, it's not, it, it's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with that and that mm-hmm. men are supposed to be that way. That, then who's to say that, because I mean, I could, I could be like, yo, we need to break this cycle. But if, if I'm the only person saying, yo, we got to break this cycle, if I'm only one of a few, then it's like, you know, how can a cycle be broken if everybody feels like they're doing the right thing? But see, how can a cycle not get broken if those few people aren't willing to stand up and be like, no, we need to change this? You know what I mean? So it's like, it has to start, like I said, with one person. You know what I mean? And that one person teaches the next. And that one person and you teach two more people. You know what I mean? And it just keeps multiplying. So it's like, break it break it but the question is it's like my question to you right as a dude is is it something that you would if someone were to reach out to you or if someone were to say hey you know what why don't you go to therapy so there's actually this unbiased person who's willing to listen to you and everything else who wants to listen to you as a guy are you willing or asked to go to therapy well there's a thing like okay so people don't like to people don't like to bring race into things right of course not because of course race is a very scary um, touchy and divisive and controversial topic but I think it factors in with that Like, I think if I were personally a white male Mm -hmm. and I was to say to people most close to me and like my significant other or, you know, just like my closest friends and my people around me, like, yo, man, I I, I think I need to see a therapist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm anxious, like. You know, it's just a lot of shit that I haven't dealt with in my life that, you know, I just need to get off my chest. I need to talk to somebody, an unbiased opinion to help me deal with these things. I think if I were a white guy, no offense to anybody, but that would go over well to the people around me. As a black man, I've always felt as if if I told the people, people closest to me and around me and near me that, hey, yo, I need a therapist. I need to see a therapist. I think some of them will be like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, you should. You should definitely go do that. But I think a part of their brain will be like, well, is he crazy? You know what I mean? Like, what's, you know, is something really like, is he is he something wrong with him? He about to go postal? Like, is he about to kill somebody? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a stigma behind, like, you know, with black people, it's like, you can talk to the homies. You can talk to your mom, your friend, your this, your that. Right. And I don't think in our, in our um, culture that is looked at as Uh, a positive thing right so I think like that's that like as a man 
that's hard to deal with when you literally like you the only thing you have to deal with your pride like literally you're supposed to as a man like keep it together you're supposed to be the foundation to rock so i think you know the thought of someone you know a man like reaching out for help kind of shows a weakness there Uh, that hurts my heart though i think it's real though i mean and that's and that's I guess the part that hurts even more because you are absolutely right. It is 100% real. You know what I mean? And it dates back, you know, centuries, unfortunately, because, you know, think about it. Even back in the slave times, like, it was your job, you know what I mean? Like, to protect the women around you, to, to protect your household. And it's like, you had to suck it up. You had to do everything you know, possible to keep that brave face, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To to make sure that you are protecting. And, you know, plus it's like you couldn't let your your master know that he had weakened you, right? Mm-hmm. So therefore you keep everything inside you and unfortunately it just kept going. It kept going. It kept going to the point where it's like, you know, unfortunately there became these stigmas for, you know, males and females when it came to emotions and how they can express them and even if they should have them, right? Because <laughs> down further as to like men and women. I mean, you know, black, white, Asian, whatever the case may be. And it's it's crazy. But it's like I think that me as as a woman, right? So I want my friends, male or female, to be able to come to me and be like, yo, Tiff. Right? Well, first, first, of course, and foremost, you have to ask that person that you're about to dump on, hey, are you in a good mental space? Right? And then, you know, be able to like at least share and 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 express how you feel because it's like I think that when we realize that we can go to like our friends and open up without judgment we when we can stop judging people right it makes it easier to express ourselves and then it's like you can do that one step further of now seeking like you know actual professional health because now it's like easier to talk about your feelings and emotions mm-hmm. but you guys need to like it just hurts me that you know men feel that they can't i'll give you i'll give you another example of it all right so i've been smoking we probably i'll say probably since high school I don't know exactly when I started, but I'll say maybe a little before high school, but probably around high school, right? Okay. And I've gone periods of my life where I didn't smoke. Mm-hmm. And I will tell people over the years, like not just one specific person, I've literally told people close to me over the years, over probably the last. I don't know, 15, maybe, yeah, maybe the last 15 years. Like, yo, 
Uh, no, I'll say ten, I, over the last 10 years is when I personally feel like I noticed a, a difference between when I smoke and when I don't smoke. Like your personality or? Like um, anxiety. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm, I'm worried. I'm stressed. Okay. I'm like constantly like overthinking shit. Okay. Always okay. just on edge. If I'm not, if I don't smoke, right? And to me, I feel like that should be visible to anybody that's around me for a significant amount of time. They should be able to see, yo, there is an anxiety there when he doesn't smoke, right? Mm -hmm. But most people that I've ever told that to that wasn't a smoker brushed it off like oh whatever you just that, that's just your excuse for wanting to smoke weed oh my gosh and yes. I'm like okay no I'm not saying smoking weed helps everybody's anxiety I don't I'm not saying everybody should smoke weed I'm not saying that you know we should all just be a bunch of smoke you know weed smoking addicts right I'm saying for me and my like my mental state not meaning I'm crazy or anything, but just mm -hmm. for my mental um, anguish and taking that away and taking away the worry and the stress and the anxiety, that helps me. Yeah. Now, a lot of people be like, oh, just pray. You, you just need to pray. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I pray every day, all day. Right. But that, like, it doesn't eliminate the worry. It doesn't eliminate the stress. That you know to me weed has been a an, like almost like a, uh, an assistant to you know the other methods that I use to get peace right to have peace you know yeah. in a situation but it's like telling somebody that and explaining that to someone especially someone very close to you that doesn't smoke that doesn't get it it's like almost like why 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 would I why do you even explain it because it's like why are you why do you even tell somebody that yo hey I'm literally going through something here because mm -hmm. it's like they're just gonna be like no you just, they just brush it off and it's like well that's not fair because <laughs> everybody has something that gives them a certain level of peace yeah I mean and you think about it like it's okay when you you see people drinking their sorrows away you know what i mean it's like oh okay so you're not an alcoholic but i'm a drug addict okay okay i, I see how this works right they're not comparable but yet at the same time they are you know what i mean it's it's a it's a coping mechanism however when you smoke it's literally a medical coping mechanism it is the same thing as you pumping me full of all of these chemical drugs you know that are marketed all over tv with this long list of side effects you know what i mean okay fine go ahead you want to put something chemical based in your body and completely screw up your you know your entire system okay great i'm gonna go ahead and put something natural in my body and it's gonna do the exact same thing and we're gonna call it good 
but they don't understand that. Yeah, it's just I don't get it. It's like it's like okay, so this is something that I'm you know that's natural that I'm putting into my body, but I'm choosing to put that in my body. I'm mm-hmm. not saying hey, you have to partake in this. I'm saying that this is an additive for this is this is uh, a, you know something that helps me. Yeah. Um, so I just uh, that that just boggles my mind, but I that's just a small sample of like not you know a lot of people like not being able to seek therapy or you know seek whatever it is that that can help them keep their you know their sanity you know what i mean like yeah so i think you know it's 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 also part of we're we're doing like this bridge right so it's like like this coming of age type thing where you know the older generation that was against showing your feelings right the older generation that was very into like you know marijuana is bad they're they're kind of like either a loosening up a little bit or b you know kind of letting the newer generation go and i think we're more open-minded we're more like hey you know what we need to get in touch with our feelings because let's be honest in some way shape or form we're all gonna admit our parents screwed us up slightly right some not so much some unfortunately a little bit more yeah but it's like okay how do we change that let's talk about this let's find ways to to make it better you know what i mean let's be more exploratory let's let's stop putting taboos on everything you know what i mean and if it's it's funny because it's almost like we're going through when i kind of look at things it's almost like we're going through like the 60s right uh-huh. The entire like sexual revolution, you know, when when it was all like free love and and marijuana and everything else, but it was all illegal. And it's like now it's like we're trying to do like this grown up spin on it where chip everything is not taboo. You know, the marijuana that they used to smoke is now legal. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, let's I think you know what, but see this is the thing though. I think, honestly, I think for, yes, a lot of people, like, they are loosening up in the sense of, like, you know, I guess marijuana is not a gateway drug. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not in in that mindset, but I think, like, not just on that subject, I'm saying as a whole, I think some people are starting to realize like hey the rules are like i feel like certain rules are in place for the people that don't have self-control and self-restraint and self-discipline but that doesn't have to apply to every individual i feel like every individual no you can't be an outlaw 
and you can't just live recklessly. But I think as far as like, you know, how they teach, like it's certain things that they taught us growing up that, oh, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that, you know. But in reality, it was like, no, they, they, we just set boundaries so nobody would go crazy. Yeah. When it's really like, you know, you don't have to abide straight. Like, like everybody doesn't have to be programmed to think the same way and do the same things and you know look the same way like it is okay for a person like you know um even like there are like a lot of people that still like literally have something against gay people yeah and i'm like yo grow up like who, why do you give a fuck you know what i'm saying like that's not even like why does it matter to you what that person decides to do? Like, do what you do, live your life, and who gives a fuck about what anybody else does? Let them live their life. It's not going to affect you in any way, shape, or form. So it's like, you know, I just think that, like, a lot of times people get caught up in these, They, you know, it's always been done this way, or it ha- it's supposed to be this way. When it's like, no, you can... Other than cleanliness and godliness, like you can pretty much, you know, be creative with this this life thing. You know what I mean? But see, it is so funny because I just did a paper on this, right, for my history class. Yeah. And so um, the the subject was how is the South African apartheid similar to the U.S.'s Jim Crow era? right yeah and you know basically in the fact of does history repeat itself and the crazy thing is right in looking at all of this like with the apartheid down in south africa the jim crow era here the civil rights movement and then even now what we're going through it's just like History does repeat itself, and it's as much as we try to to change it, right? As far as our our racism and our prejudices and everything else, as much as we try to to curb that and and try to to correct it, deep down, like we're all biased. In, in in some way, shape, or form, so that's going to to always keep up, keep us in like this this constant cycle of of racism, right? As soon as we think we're coming out of it, stupid shit starts popping back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where we're at right now. Is that stupid shit that we saw back, you know, in during the civil rights time? The stupid shit that we saw back you know, in the early Jim Crow era, you know what I mean? So it's like, serious people, like, what the hell? But yeah, sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I know. I mean, I, I I think you're you're right in the sense that, you know, it's like, even if we wanted to change history, mm-hmm. there's never enough people. That's why I was saying, like, you know, even if few people try to change cycles it's like it's never enough people going for the same thing like i'll give you an example 
Okay. Our voting system is outdated <laughs> like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, yes. we still yes. doing electoral colleges? Like, it's yes. 2020. Are you kidding me? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> and people yes. like this, like, there's there's not enough people to be like, all right, let's change this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this 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 is old. It's whack. It's, it's lame. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many things that's like that. And there's so many people that feel like they know every fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, yo, oh, you don't know everything. Like, you know yes. what I'm saying? Like, why not yes. try to get other people's ideas, other people's thoughts? Let's Like, why can't we mess shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it have to be this way or no way at all? You know what but I'm wait, saying? But wait, but wait, but wait. But you also have to think about it, right? Yeah. As we as we grow, as we you know progress, as we move forward, we change it, right? So we change the narrative ever so slightly. So just think, it's one day there will be an endpoint. There will be, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll be perfect. Unfortunately, we're not going to see that perfect world. But we made it that much better for the next generation. You know what I mean? And they're going to make it that much better for the next generation. So it's like you can't look at it as, so why? You know what I mean? Like why make a difference or why try if it's just me? Because that one you could, could spark the you know yeah the change yeah like Fox said yeah like you know if yeah you know. I, I agree with that you know what I mean I, I do agree with that like usually if it is like one you know generic point like you know I mean I think everybody in the civil rights era that was black could agree you know, we gotta we we can't live like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like you know, I think enough people got on you know that train. It's like you know what? Hey, look, we, we can't go on like this. So we all gotta come together and do something, even if we got Malcolm over here and Martin over here. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I think like I think the thing that really like kind of frustrates me is like um just like it's almost like um people have a way of thinking and if you don't think that way you're the you're the opposite like you're the opposite you're 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 evil you're you're on the wrong side and it's like no it's not that like we, you know what I mean? Like it's not. It can Extremist. be. It can be nuance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It can be multiple things. It could be multiple. You know, you can have multiple ideas and feelings on things. Like, you know, I, I ran into a lady at the grocery store today, and she like gave me like this whole printout of like basically just saying like, yo, they've really like created a mass hysteria, uh, mass hysteria over 
something that is killing a small percentage of people. And I mean, I listen. I'm I'm one that I do definitely take COVID serious. But mm-hmm. you know, she was a, like she's an older lady. Like she like seventy three, and she's like telling me, "Yo, like the percentage of people that are actually catching." And and then you know, it's not like a mask is pre- preventing you from possibly catching it. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like they've created like this mass hysteria. And she's like, if you watch the press conference, none of the people that are telling you to wear masks are wearing masks. And they're all literally right next to each other, spitting in each other's faces. Right. <laughs> she's like, right. But yet they have the whole world going crazy over this shit. You know what I mean? And like, kind of just, you know doing well okay let me turn on the news okay they're telling me to panic in this way okay i'm gonna panic this way you know what i mean and she was just saying how like you know we have to like be able to um you know i mean her main her main point was basically you know look to your faith you know what i'm saying like you know your faith should be where you're going for throughout this whole process like it shouldn't even be no panic no mass hysteria like you know yes i mean it's something to be concerned about it's something like no you don't want to be going around kissing on random people and fucking you know like you don't want to be doing just you know wild shit but at the same time like you have to put it in perspective and you have to like like pump the brakes a bit Yes, and I think we're so consumed with what the magic picture box tells us, right? Yeah. Because that's what we thrive off of. That's where we get our information. That's where we get our opinions. That's where, you know, like our, almost like our our programming begins right is is the media mm-hmm. and so it's like it, it's funny that you said you know they uh you go out there and they cause like mass hysteria because um the other day i'm looking at the news and then you know big bold letters at the bottom you know meat shortage crisis you know what i mean <laughs> and it's just like seriously people like so now what's gonna happen Everyone's going to run out and, you know, grab all the meat. Just like they did with toilet paper. Toilet paper. Exactly. Right. You you see, you see, you know, Frank over there with like an entire grocery cart full of like chicken wings and sausage. So it's like, damn, Frank, you didn't leave any chicken wings and sausage for the rest of us because the media created this mass hysteria. But at the same time, these meat companies are like, okay, well, let's bump up the prices really quick. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to wonder, like, how much of it is pure, like, I hate to say it, like, capitalistic, you know, game where oh, you see, like, the, these these guys, like, like, you see in the cartoons or the comics, like, you know, these evil villains standing over top of all of us just kind of like rubbing their hands like dude their tried to sell sign. me a 12 ounce hand sanitizer for 12 dollars at the gas station See? the other day See? i'm like bro 
<laughs> this is 12 <laughs> ounces of damn hand sanitizer. You finna sell it to me for fucking $12, bro? Like, yeah. it's unbelievable, yeah. man. It's like, and then yeah. people are so dumb. Like, not everybody, but like, like, there are so many dumb people in the world that they literally just will like fall for anything. You literally could put anything on Facebook, anything on Twitter, anything on Instagram, and motherfuckers will believe that stupid shit. Like, exactly. And I'm like, yo, like, y'all gotta, like, think, like, sit back and literally just think about everything in it as a, like, if people just literally looked at everything as a big picture, as opposed to just literally looking at everything in a vacuum, it would change the world. Because there's so many people that look at life through a vacuum. How does it directly affect me within this minute? As opposed to like, yo, look at the big picture of the whole situation and evaluate that like that. I would never tell anybody how to think or how to, you know, move or operate. But don't just fall for every fucking thing you see on the news and Facebook and Twitter. Like, not all of it is real. Like, it's a lot of false stuff out there. Like you can't, you have to really do your research, like really read instead of reading just headlines or just captions or like people are like, this, where they'll take a picture or a snapshot of, of one like section of an article and then post it. And everybody's like, Oh shit. Da, 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 da. It's like, no, read the whole article. <laughs> That's not no. what that's saying. That is one portion of the article that's literally giving you a piece of a puzzle. No, no, because that takes like effort. That takes work. That takes common sense. That takes more than, you know, like 30 seconds to, to two minutes. You know what I mean? That is not convenient so they're not gonna research stuff you know what i mean they're gonna listen to the magic picture box because they don't have to think with someone like you know just like vomiting words into their ears you know what i mean they'll do whatever they're told to do and that takes you right back to the same thing like so it's it's the media it's those you know the, the people out there the and I, I i don't just want to put it on on the media but it's just what society will say now has you know given people you know body image issues it's what's kind of still preventing our guys like you said from expressing their feelings it's you know people still having negative stereotypes to, you know, alternative meta um, forms of medication for things like anxiety. So it literally comes around full circle. And it's just, you know, once again, bits and pieces of information that they want you to hear because watch, you know, now that marijuana, if for example, since we were talking about it, is legalized for medical use. Okay, you're starting to hear 
a few more positive things about it. But hell, you go out to California, Colorado, places where it's been legal, you know, for for recreational use, and it is part of an everyday conversation. There is no taboos about it. People are chill as hell in those states. And, you know, it's like, because they get it. They're taking themselves out of that, that society that, you know, magic picture box, like, arena and they're saying screw it there's a different world out here open your mind people yeah and i mean even to the extent of like even to the extent of like sports like i'll talk mm-hmm. to my friends right and they'll regurgitate to me something that somebody said on tv and i'm like <laughs> yo you watch the games just like that person on tv like you can form your own opinion. You don't have to. It doesn't have to mimic and carbon copy what the media says. The, like I don't even blame the media for what they do as far as causing. You know, like they're supposed to create discussion. They're supposed to create mm-hmm. ratings and and sensationalize things. That's what makes TMZ what TMZ is. Yeah. But at the same time, and I watch those things, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not my Bible. It's not like I don't take everything that I see on a TV screen or something that the media says because they may have a little more insider information or whatever the case may be. I don't take that as word as, you know, their word is bond. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times they may be speculating. They may be hearing false information. They may be hearing filler information where somebody is telling them something just to kind of you know either brush them off or or give them something to distract them from the real issue yeah so it's like i always tell people like it's it's okay to watch like when you watch things or you watch the media you watch the news it's okay to watch those things but you have to be able to be like discernful enough to be able to pick out and decipher what's for you and what's not what's what what you personally truly can believe in and what you can't you know and and i think a lot of people have a hard time being able to do that like a lot of people have a hard time thinking for themselves like so many people are worried about perception and so many people are worried about you know, I mean, even like I, I, I'm not excused from that. Like I, me myself personally, I, I go through that all the time. I'm torn because I'm like, man, if it was up to me, this is exact. This, I would live my life like this. But right. society, right. and even the closest people to me and the people around me would look at me like, yo, you're a fucking nut job. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. to me, that yes. shit is normal. Like. I, the things that I would do in my normal regular life if I personally had control and and could do the things that I wanted to do in my life I would still be a responsible adult but I would do the things that I would like to do but people would judge me in a certain way to where it's like almost like um I would be like an outcast, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, I'd find myself probably alone a lot. You know what I mean? Because like, I, you know, I don't, uh, you know, not, not just not trying to 
brag or boast or put myself on any type of pedestal at all whatsoever because I got a lot of issues and I got, you know, I have my things that I have to deal with and I'm not the greatest person in the world, not the perfect person. But I think I, I think a, a lot, right? And I, I um, am very, like, self-aware. And mm-hmm. so I think, like, a lot of times I'll, like, be around people and just listening to their conversation, I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't. I, like, me and you can't even, we're not even on the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, like, we, you're, yes. it's sometimes where I'm talking to somebody and I know for a fact that they're wrong. I'm not yes. even going to yes. correct you. I yes. will let you, I'm going to let you sit in your wrong. Well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Because it's like, I don't want to waste my time trying to explain to you a logical way to look at things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's the way you think. I can't make you think better. Right. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I just can't. I can't make a person think better. So it's like, you know, a lot of times, like, I, I think like my, like, if I really truly was able to live my life how I wanted to live, my circle would be like smaller than a, a dot with a pen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it would be so small because like yeah. I just don't fuck with people. Like, people are weirdos to me, but they look at me like I'm the weirdo, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> like this to me is just. But I mean, you know, and part of it I think comes like I read a lot growing up, and as I get, and even yeah. now I'm always reading some shit. You know, and a lot of people don't read. So maybe that's that has to do with it, but I'm not no I'm not trying to shit on people. I'm just saying like a lot of people am I like do I sound crazy? Don't it seem like a lot of people just not on like the level that you like even want to even go there. Like I'm not even yes. why, why would I waste my time? Like, all right, cool. You think how you think. That it's it's not even me a point a point in me arguing with you or getting you to see a, a different side of things you know right. because a lot of people literally like you know even it, it's it, it amazes me how people could can be naive or ignorant to something and they'll be bl- like literally blissful in their ignorance like they don't want to know no like it's like what i don't know doesn't exist that. yeah and it's yeah. like yeah. No, there's another world out there, and it's okay. Yeah. It's just not gonna kill you. Like to think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To actually use your mind and actually expand, like outside of the box. Sometimes, like that Come shit on. annoys me. You don't understand it. Like, that shit annoys me. I'm like, no, society, I, I, society has to grow up. Yes. Yes. Exactly. But that's the thing. It's like, at the same time, I think that we are so like, I don't know. It's like we're rebelling against ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like, we know we have to grow up, but at the same time, we're like, no. So therefore, we're like digging our our heels and throwing temper tantrums because... 
it's like we still do stupid shit and we still like refuse to acknowledge and and we we refuse to like like you said think outside of the box and and like just learn about shit we're like no 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 if it takes more than 30 seconds i don't want to do it no and there's literally jobs out there that are created for for exactly what you called it like little snippets like bait clips Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where that is their job just to create these little bait clips for you you know what i mean and it's like are are you like that's a real that's a for real thing yeah like like i have i'll give you an example i got a friend of mine that um he loves like posting memes right to him, like, those memes are just, you know, they're funny or whatever. But a lot of times, they'll say information in the memes that I'll, like, combat him on. I'll be like, nah, mm-hmm. ain't, you know what I'm saying? And I'll come back to him with facts. And I'm like, no, that's just a meme that somebody made. And he's like, well, somebody posted it. got to be some truth to it. No, exactly. it doesn't. Actually, exactly. it absolutely can be 100% false and still be put out as a meme. They're not going to get sued for that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's, I like, I, you know, it's like, but I have to explain to him, like, yo, if you did your research, you'll see that that me and, and he, you may not even mean it as like, you know, he's because he looks at it like, well, it's my page. I'm posting it. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I think. Okay, cool. But you also have to know that somebody that knows the actual facts or knows the truth or reality of the situation is going to combat it. You know what I'm saying? That, that you know, you're not going to get all positivity from that comment or that meme or that post. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just not true. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like literally like somebody going on there and saying all oh, baby fathers are shitty, shitty. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. Huh? You don't even have numbers to fact back that up. You just saying that because your baby daddy is just a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how does, that, how does that pertain to all fathers and kids? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Exactly. You know, but exactly. it's like, you know, I think people just a lot of times don't, you know, it's like you're they're stuck in the mentality of their parents or their the people around them. You know, where, like, honestly, I think the people around you can influence you to think a certain way when it's like, you know, it's okay. Like, honestly, like, a lot of times I feel like a contrarian for literally just being myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to be a contrarian. I'm not trying to be a rebel. Like, you know, the only I think me and you had this conversation where I was saying how, you know, people knew how good my intentions were in the things that I did. They would like be like, oh wow, he's really a good, nice guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? As opposed yes. to them looking at it like, you know, he's just a rebel or he's just a contrarian. He just wants to do what he wants to do and just live his life the way he wants to live. It's like, no, I think we all should live the life that we want to live, how we live it, you know, and enjoy it. And you know what I'm saying? And and be able to be ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Without without judgment or without um you know, people looking at you like, oh, this guy's weird, you know what I'm saying? Or this guy, something's wrong with him, you know? But see, you know, and it's crazy because what was it? A couple days ago, 
I was watching um, this Netflix series. It's called A um, Hundred Humans. Okay. And basically, they do like these these uh, sociolo- sociological there we go studies on these hundred humans. And one of them, one of the episodes was on, you know, bias. Like, are you, you know, are you racially biased? Are you, you know, um, sexually biased? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of biases do we have, whether they're known or unknown to us, right? And it was crazy because, like you said, society has kind of led us to to think certain ways you know what i mean um so one of the examples was there was three guys three girls and they had each of the hundred humans put the three guys and three girls into couples and you can ask them any one question and so you know all these humans were asking you know their their one question and putting them into these couples out of the hundred humans, only one person got it correct. It was everyone was putting them in heterosexual couples, but realistically, it was two gay couples. Um, you know, uh, a male and female couple, and then a hetero couple. And it was just like society has has you know made us automatically think that if we see three three people you know three women three men that they're automatically going to be a hetero couple versus a gay couple but that's not the case we need to think outside of the box you know what i mean but Mm. we don't we don't we don't and it was just to me it was crazy because it's like there were gay people you know what i mean um, you know, even one of the, the ladies that spoke, she was like, look, you know, I'm I'm part of the queer community. And I didn't even think outside of the box to think that this was, you know, the possibility of there being a gay and a lesbian couple in here. I just automatically went to head row because that's what society tells me. You know what I mean? So it's just like society drives our thoughts. You know what I mean? To to form our opinions you know what I mean which is why I don't know there's stupid ass crackheads that have this crazy ass president in office I don't know whatever the case might be right (laughs) but it's it's just like as soon as we we stop listening to society as soon as we stop letting society shape what we are are supposed to deem as normal or not and let people be who they are then you know we're always going to have some kind of bias against someone for something you know what I mean and it sucks because that stifles people from being who they truly are and we are missing out on a whole bunch of amazing individuals because of that word word yo I want to touch on something like that you said I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, you had said you know, um, just talking about you know the, the president, right? And, and you know, like people voting him in or whatever. Yes. And like I, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, 
He has 10 million times less power than he says he like he speaks <laughs> you know the way he, you know what I mean like he yeah. talks a lot of shit yeah but I think it a lot of it is literally to rile people up like this dude is literally a TV star yeah a TV star so yes. a lot of the things that he says you know I I think like yeah, I think a lot of people, some people do take him serious. A lot of people do take him serious. But I don't know how serious, like, how serious should we take him at this point? I take him as seriously as I take a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, but I'm saying in the sense of, like, Cause I get what you saying. I get what you saying. It's like, yo, like he 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 mean he means nothing to you. But I'm saying in the sense of the actual things that happen in America, the decisions that are tr- like honestly made for America. Oh, no, they no, they have like as as far as as power, as far as being able to like literally do what we think that they do. It's it's completely farce, you know what I mean? Because unfortunately, I mean, yes, they do have some some judicial powers, right? Um, and and things of that nature. And yes, they, I mean, they have a, a job to do. But realistically, when it comes down to it, it comes down to like these lobbyists that are really the the power players in in the world right yeah because it's it's because of those lobbyists that are are fighting for like big pharma and everything else that are the ones that are are making sure that things like i'm gonna take it back again medical marijuana is not you know it's it's slowing the progression of that coming out you know what i mean because they know they literally know that the medical benefits far outweigh you know what they can give you synthetically so they're the ones that are 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 preventing some of these laws from coming into play you know what i mean it's not it's not like the people who we think that are, are controlling the show, you know what I mean? And even bigger, like when it comes to like finances and, and things like that, there's bigger, bigger banks out there that are controlling our treasury, you know what I mean? And it's like, we have to think, you know, how much more to this is, is truly out there than we either a no or b want to know you know what I let's mean? be clear but we don't know anything absolutely we don't know nothing. anything nobody nothing. that nope. nobody on our playing nope. field knows anything nope. anybody that absolutely. thinks they know they don't know and it's, you know what i mean it's like, and that's what i'm saying there are so many layers to this and it's just like you have to at some point just be like I have to take it 
<laughs> for what it is, right? Yeah. So I just have to make the changes where I can. You know what I mean? So if that means when ballots come out, you know, during election time, as as a as a black person, you know what I mean, reaching out to my fellow people and just being like, yo, make sure you are registered to vote. Make sure you get out there. Make sure, you know what I mean, like our voices are heard because you know, granted, we all know not a hundred percent of our voices that should be heard are going to be heard. Right? Yeah. So we we still hit those highly impactful numbers so you know of of people that are voting and and you know making our point across that it's still impactful enough to count you know what i mean make sure that you are reading everything that is coming out there because they like to throw shit in with other shit you know what i mean like we could have had um you know, all these marijuana laws passed years ago, but they they threw them in with things that we don't want. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, wait, you're combining laws right now. You know what I mean? So it's just make sure you read. Make sure you, you don't just go to one source, like you said. Go to multiple sources. Make sure you, you're, you're kind of getting a broad scope of what's going on so you can create your own opinion versus what the magic picture box tells you yeah you love putting me on rants man i swear i mean no i mean because these are like honestly these are thoughts that i truly have like because i'm yeah. like i'm like is this guy really just a glorified spokesperson or yeah he's a puppet <laughs> a puppet you know i get those the sense of that like you know i go back to even like you know, people people are like, you know, all these people voted for Trump. Like every time somebody says that, I'm like, but he didn't win the popular vote. No. So I'm no. like, no, not really. Like just the right people voted for him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like the people who mattered the most had exactly. the most votes for him. Exactly. It wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? Because and even even think about this even all of the votes that he got like probably half of those people for like three years I mean probably like two the first two years of his term have literally denied voting for him yeah or denied support for him and I'm yeah. like a lot of you motherfuckers mm. voted for him Hmm. I, I know you did. Like, it, it's not possible that he got the votes that he got without some of the people's votes that swear they're not. And some of them, and, and of course, then at, at at a certain point, a lot of them started coming out. Like even now, you know, I I speak to a lot. I can give you, I can give you probably, I say, I say seventy five percent of. I won't say seventy five percent. I'll say. I'll say maybe 65% of the people that I come in contact with that I know their political stance or not even know their political stance, but they've given me their political stance. Uh 65% of them now will will tell you, like, I'll say 70% will tell you, yeah, man, I fuck with Trump. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, 
I like I like Trump. And I'm like, okay. So now you guys are starting to reveal. Now, now, okay, now it's cool. Okay, now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Now I see what's going on. And now I and and even even though I will be honest, I didn't vote for him. I'll be the Thank first one you. to tell you that I can see why people, certain people voted for him. There were certain interests in certain things that he strategically said and did that got certain people on his side throughout his term and even before his term to where I think like a lot of a lot of even black people, not a lot of black people, but some black people started like riding. I, I, I've seen Hispanic people, you know. Um, I don't know if you actually saw this, but I actually, <laughs> I actually got uh, got blocked by one of my our former managers. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I got blocked by one of our former managers uh, that we used to work with. You and I. Because we used to work uh-huh. together, uh-huh. and um, so I got blocked by this gentleman one morning because I was like, I just happened to be scrolling through Facebook because I every morning I usually like I'll I'll take one run. I'm not a big Facebook person, but I'll run through Facebook every every morning or every other morning just to kind of see what's on the timeline, you know, see what I miss, right? Okay. Because honestly, you know, people take social media so seriously. And me personally, from the very start of social media, I've always taken it as social media. It's not real life to me. You can put whatever you want. You can live. Your life can be perfect on social media and a whole total mess off of social media. You know what I mean? Like in real life. It was meant to like post the things that make you happy. Express yourself in the way that you weren't allowed to express yourself in real life. Exactly. So I've always like everything. Like I never take it serious. Like I've 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 had people cuss me out. I've had people call me names. I've had people, and there's only probably been actually there was. I take it back. There was a period of time where I did take it personally, take like social media personally. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, where a person posted something that I didn't like or didn't agree with, like. Now me and that person, like I have a problem with that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, or, or I would post my personal shit on there. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I had several people like, nah, dog, you don't do that shit. Like, that's not for. This is not for that. You know what I mean? Right. So exactly. I, so I had to, I had to, like, get back to that point where I was like, all right, just like at the beginning of social media, I didn't take it serious. Don't take it serious. It's not a big deal. Like no. it's it's literally the internet. You know what I mean? And it is not news, people. It's not. It news. is not a form of news. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. So yeah. So this particular manager, this this this, this one morning, uh, this is actually kind of recent too. This is like a couple months ago, and uh, he goes on social media and he goes, he's like, you know. 
Um, I just find it interesting. I I don't remember actually. You know, did I save the post? <laughs> like it was it was it was pretty intense because I was like, look what your man's. I, I think I sent it to somebody that used to work with us. I'm like, yo, look what your man's. Look how your man's operating out here. You know what I'm saying? So uh, where is it at? Let me see if I can find it because I it was like. I just, I was like kind of in shock or whatever, but you know, we ended up hashing it out off, off of social media and I think he still has me blocked. I'm not sure. I think I tried to see if he still had me blocked or whatever, but I think he still has me blocked. But, um, you know, the, yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was for real. But I think, the, but the point to me of the situation was, you know, his initial post was something to the effect I, I I can't find it now, but it's something to the effect of, you know, um, those of the and then and I and I, I made it clear in the post like I wasn't even getting the twelve hundred dollars stimulus right, mm-hmm. but he was like you know anybody that's taking the twelve hundred you know I'm 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 interested to see if the people that take the $1,200 stimulus will give it back based on the fact that they don't, if they don't mess with Trump, basically, is what he was saying. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, so because you don't like it. And I'm not, and I was telling him, I'm like, I'm not even a, you know, I didn't vote for Trump, but I'm not like against, I'm like, oh man, this guy's the worst. You know, I'm, not, I'm like, you know, he's just another politician to me. Like, they all full of shit to me, but right. you know, I like I don't have a specific gripe against Trump, except for the fact that I think he's just a dumbass. You know what I'm saying? But right. the, hey, right. like you know, if you like dumbasses, then hey, that's your prerogative. But my thing was, it's like okay, because I if 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 I didn't support Trump and I was getting a twelve hundred dollars stimulus check, I should give it back because I don't support Trump? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, my guy? Like, I was Wait. like, I, I lost it. I literally lost it. I'm like, bro, you don't even make, you're not even making sense. I'm like, just think about, like, that. first of all, the $1,200, $1,200 will last me two minutes in my life. Like, I got bills on bills on bills. So $1,200 right. is not gonna change somebody's, anybody's life. There's nobody in the world that $1,200 is gonna change their life. You know what I'm saying? No. It may enhance certain things. You may be able to go get a couple things. You know what I'm saying? You may be able to pay some bills and and have some extra money for savings or whatever. But $1,200 is like, it's peanuts to what these dudes have and what they could have, the government could have given everybody, right? Exactly. Like peanuts, super peanuts. But then you're going to say, oh, because a person doesn't support Trump, they should give back the the stimulus, you know, and so we going back and forth and I'm like, dude, I'm like I'm like, what about the oppression that black people have gone through, that you're like, he's Hispanic, the guy is Hispanic so I'm like, mm-hmm. you're Hispanic like, what? The nerve of you, bro, like a lot of Hispanic people don't support Trump as far as I thought, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that a lot of, you know Mexican people or Hispanic people or Latin certain certain different parts of the Hispanic community support Trump like that. You know what I'm saying? And if they but, do, it would be a surprise to me. But I'm like, for you to just think that way, 
first of all, it's not coming out of Trump's pocket. You know, it's not like it's, you know, he, you know what, I, I got to sacrifice for the American people. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot that went to at play for people to receive yes. $1,200 in stimulus and then to be like, oh, you know, hail to King Trump. And if you don't, you got to give the money back. Like, you sound like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he did come back and he was like, oh, you know, I apologize for talking the way I did on there. You know, I, you know, he basically didn't change his stance. Like he he felt how he felt. But, you know, he just let me know, like, you know, I, I you know, I probably I just posted that in, in frustration. I probably shouldn't have posted that, this and that, whatever, you know. And I and I honestly I, at first when I respond because he, he blocked me and I responded on my own page to him. And I tagged him in, and then he started going. That's when we started going back and forth. And then um, he said that he blocked me because, you know, his, you know, his family is on the page, and I, I cursed in the in the post. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just having a conversation with you. A curse word, like we're adults. Like I don't, I didn't see the big deal. He's like, oh, you know, my, you know, you know, my family is is you know religious. So you know. And I, and I respected that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. you know, I get it. Whatever. His wife. You know, but I'm like, whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the point was, it's like, dude, you had the audacity to post this. You didn't think that somebody else was going to think a different way than you and express that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the problem with me expressing that? No, you're dead wrong. Like, no, nobody should feel bad for taking $1,200 because they didn't vote for Trump. Are you stupid? Like, that doesn't sound logical at all. But see, and that's the crazy thing. It's like, people want to to be able to, to use social media, right, as a platform to express their opinion, which is great. It's fine. It's Phenomenal. whatever. However, be prepared for someone to have an opposite opinion and have time so you can go back and forth with that person because you know if not then yeah you're gonna look like you're gonna look crazy <laughs> you know what i'm saying right like he couldn't give me any logical reason reasons for why we should be praising trump for getting twelve hundred dollars i'm like that doesn't make sense. like why are we giving him credit for that like come on man stop it like the, like I get it you're a Trump supporter but there has to be a point where you have to have like reality sink in and be like okay come on be like be real you know what I'm saying like oh I gotta bow and kiss Trump's feet because I got twelve a $1,200 stimulus check you sound nuts and you know, it, exactly and it's it's funny because okay again you know I'm I'm the mixed one right mm-hmm. I have an uncle on my mom's side who is, and even my grandfather to a point, right? Who are huge Trump fans. And it's like, you know, it's like everyone in my house kind of like scratches our heads and we're like, but how? Like, how can you you support some of the things that this man says and still be like you're my uncle you're my godfather you know what i mean like 
you know what I mean? It, it's just, it's, it's crazy how you can have one set of opinions, but yet in life, like that opinion contradicts what, what, what you're going through in real life. You know what I mean? So it's just like, what, what about this man is making you guys believe him? Yeah, like, I, honestly, no, I think he's, he's very believable. Like, I, you know, I used to, I used to think that way, you know, like, I mean, of course you're in the middle of that, you know, so that's something that you actually have to deal with. But I used to have that perspective of like, how could you vote for this dude? And now I see it differently because not saying like, hey, if, if, if I had like, I wouldn't vote for him now, but I'm saying I can see how people will believe in him. He's very convincing. Like, even the stupidity, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when he said, yo, you just got to digest some bleach. Yeah. Like, I think motherfuckers, not people that people believe, yo, I got to ingest some bleach. I just think that... There were probably dumbasses that I'm did sure it. that people yeah. did it, but I'm saying... You know, I don't. I'm not saying every Trump supporter was like, "Yo, I gotta go do that." I was just saying that I think he's very. He knows how to talk. He knows how to be relatable. He knows how to be a businessman. He knows how to like carry himself in certain settings, to where he can say the dumbest shit ever, and and it will sound. You know, he's not gonna sound like you know, other presidents or other other candidates that sound as stupid saying things. Like, he's gonna sound stupid, but not, like, it's gonna be a different type. Like, it's gonna be almost like a, a sophisticated stupid. It's like, yeah, okay. it's like, okay. I, I think, like, no, people... No, no, listen, no. I think people really believe I'm, I'm this listening. guy. Or believe no, see, in this him. Is, this is the thing. He is, he's a performer. He's, he's a businessman. He's a fast talker. You know what I mean? Like he has a, yes, he's a salesman. Like that is his gift, right? So you know it's it, it kind of goes back to to what you said previously like is he literally doing is he is he the power player right or is someone else doing it no he is not the power player he's the salesman he is the one you know he's he's the the great oz that we see right while everyone else is in the background pulling all the levers but People believe in him only because he's a salesman. If you truly listen to what comes out of this man's mouth, some of the things are outlandish, right? And some of them are said purely for shock value, right? Others are, I think, things that he truly may possibly believe only because he is so ignorant to some portions of what he thought he was getting into, right? I I think, like, when I picture it, I picture it as, like, 
these guys in like this trench coat came up to him one day and was like, hey, we have this business proposal for you, right? You're going to be the president. We're going to make sure you get into office. You just kind of, you know, do everything, get people kind of preoccupied while we're going to be in the back doing, you know, other things, right? And those are the people that are making the laws and all this other crazy shit that's going on behind our backs right now, right? But at the same time, like he's out here literally shucking and jiving for for everybody. Yeah, that's funny as hell. <laughs> you know, playing playing the, the, the Sambo world right now. <laughs> Yo, and, that's funny. Donald Trump being Sambo is funny as fuck. But it's like, it is. But instead of in black face, he's in orange face, Yo, right? that's hilarious. It's Shucking like, and jiving. <laughs> and it, it's just, so like, he's, he's creating all of this this controversy but at the same time if you truly look at him as an individual as things that he has personally done in the past he's not a good person like deep down he is not a good person um you know what i mean so i think for me personally that's where some of my disdain comes from and the other part is because you have these crazy extremists, you know, these these right-wing, um, you know, supremacist-type folks that are following him, you know, and he's not correcting their behavior. So that's another reason why, you know, my, my views and opinions have formed around him. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just this but see, it did, But see that, and that's that, the thing. And I want to switch gears after this too, but real quick, I want to address yeah. that. Is you can't ex- I, I well, me, I personally can't expect him to correct them because those are his supporters. So if he chastises them, he in his mind he probably looks at it as okay, I may lose them. I don't want to lose them, so I have to not promote them or support them but I can't chastise them you know it's almost like you know we you know the week we do uh the episode we talked about parenting where this is like some parents is like they're almost scared to discipline their kids because they don't it's almost like you know I don't want to lose their love you know I, I want I want them to still be my biggest fan so I don't want to make them mad at me you know what I mean? Like, I think that's his mentality. But I get where he, what you're saying as far as, you know, the disdain and, and you know, and, and, I, and a lot of people feel that way. And a lot of people should feel that way, you know. But I'm just, I think my, my, my biggest takeaway from my, my thoughts was like, you know, first of all, to me, he's, he's, pretty much a, I mean just in my eyes and maybe I'm wrong you correct me if I'm wrong but he just a glorified spokesperson slash salesman to me and the other thought is just that you know like I I can get how people can fall in line like I, I watched um, I was watching Waco on Netflix the other day and I'm like, what the fuck? Like they believe this guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they believe this guy that he like, you know, that he was Jesus and all this, you know what I mean? And 
like literally guys gave up sex with their wives and let him marry their wives for life like a lifelong commitment to this man having babies with their wives and them just being around helping and working and protecting the, the, the compound. And I'm like, this shit is nuts, you know? And I remember when it happened, but it was like, just watching it, it's like, you know, I can see how people, you know, especially when we just talked about at the very beginning about, or not the very beginning, but in our conversation about how with social media, you can literally post anything and people will believe it. You know, it's, I can see how he can stand in front of, you know, America. And some people will be like, you know what? I mean, hey, life hasn't been, you know, hunky-dory, you know what I'm saying? Our, Our past presidents haven't all been, you know great specimens or whatever you know what I'm saying like you haven't had the greatest my president was the greatest president okay sorry go ahead man even with that like you know I love you but I will fight listen I just gotta be real with you and I love Obama and and I would vote I voted for him and I would vote for him even again today if he could get a third term but I can be honest and I can be real with you and I can say that he didn't always do make the best decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like he just didn't. I mean, he just didn't. Yeah, he's human, but he's like he he he. Honestly, like I felt like the same thing with him. Like I felt like he didn't assert himself as the president, mainly because he was a black man. He probably felt like you know I don't have a lot of leash here. You know I don't have a lot of strings. You know I don't have a lot of movement that I can really make but at the same time it was like you know when I voted for a black president I, I'm just I, I you know I was hoping for more I mean, I'm just and that's just me being honest and I may be wrong but that's but just see, me I personally expected a little bit more from from but see, president and that's Obama. the thing that's now I loved him as president and I you know and I still love him for who he is I just you know I just felt like I personally expected more and I personally felt like, you know, you know, he did some good things in his term, but it's just, there was just some very big points for opportunities is what I'll say. Once again, taking it back, we, we already stated that the president doesn't necessarily have control of what's going on, right? So that's that's number yeah. one. So he didn't have control of what's going on. You know, once again, there's an entire power play that's 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 happening, right? But at the same time, like we put so many expectations on him because he was a black president. You know what I mean? Like we expected him to to turn the White House into the Soul House. You know what I mean? And it's like Come on, people! Like, I didn't expect that. I, you know what? And just, and I'll just be real with just, just my personal thing. What I expected him, like, like I said, it, and it wasn't to me. It's not more than that. Just being more assertive. Yes, I get it. Yeah, he. It wasn't. You know, of course, it wasn't a lot he could do. Like I said, there was a leash on him 
especially being a black man, the first black yeah. president. It really, really wasn't much he could do. But I just, I personally just expected more. Now, not saying that I don't, I don't, you know, I don't look at anybody like they're wrong for thinking that man it, that he was our greatest president. Of all and I would agree. I could, I could, I could agree with that. Like, yes, he was the greatest pres- president that we had. But if you're like, there were people that were anti-Obama. If you're anti-Obama and Trump is running and Hillary Clinton is running, and then you know, as time goes on, and then we come to this election and the candidates that we have now compared to right. him. If I'm a Trump supporter or somebody that's the, even if you weren't a Trump supporter before Trump ran, like I could see how people could fall into that. You know what I'm saying? And that that was that was my only thing. But I, I definitely do understand exactly where you're coming from because like I said, for a long time that's exactly how I thought about it. And then I personally felt like, yo, okay, I need to take a step back and look at it from a full objective perspective. I still personally would not vote for Trump, but at the same time, I can see how, you know, the the group of people that does would. I guess it's just, I've never been a big fan of him, even prior to the whole like presidential thing. Like, you know, way back in the day when, you know, he had his show Apprentice or even back further when, you know, he was doing his like get rich books. You know what I mean? Like I have never been a true, true fan or, or even any kind of fan of Trump. Right. Just because I, I saw him in the media, you know what I mean? And you know, it's like kind of growing up seeing him, he just always seemed very like shady and like he was a shyster and just like, it, it just, there was very something unsettling about him. You know what I mean? And I was, so it's like seeing and learning more and more about him. And then now to see him as president, it's just like, what the freaking frack is going people really yeah see i you know yeah i i think i but see i have a different perspective from that even that because you know my perspective of trump before he was even talking about running mm-hmm. for president is the same perspective i've had for any male or female figure for that matter since i was a little kid like i've had a certain respect for anybody who it has reached any type of level of like financial success or you know and maybe even if you know you're even if it's passed on from a different generation to me i've always looked at him different because i'm like damn man i wish i could have my name on some towers like you know what i mean like that's just to me that's always just crazy i'm like damn this motherfucker like whatever he did he did some shit you know what i'm saying like even if he was giving money. He expanded some shit. He's learned the system. He knows how to play it. Like, I've always, you know, that's why, like, when, when people were, you know, when people were saying, because that was the initial argument for people that were voting for Trump. They're like, oh, you know, he's a businessman. I, I hope he can get our country out of this jam as far as the money and this and that, whatever, deficit and all that bullshit, right? And when they were saying that shit, 
I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying. The guy definitely has proven to be, if not the, maybe he's not the smartest businessman, but he is. He's proven himself to be um, a, a uh, what I would call maybe a shrewd businessman, right? In the fact that he knows how to how to manipulate and knows how to play the system and knows how to get money and knows how to put his name in what spot to, you know, to even, I mean, even when he was running for president, it's like, yo, this dude, this dude's promotion game is just on a, his marketing game was just on a whole nother level than any other president we've ever seen. Like, I mean, it's like, that was just undeniable. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, guy, guy knows business, right? But I think the thing that, you know, the people that see him for that side don't see the side where it's like this dude is a literal you know he, he's a literal ass to people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying He's he, he doesn't have emotions, he doesn't have feelings he don't, you know what I'm saying he don't care about people you know what I'm saying Like, you know, so it's like, you know the, I never saw that side before that he was, he was especially like, I'm a hip hop guy, so in the hip hop community, Donald Trump was the man. Like just being real with you, like, like that he was the dude. You know what I mean? He was one of those dudes that we accepted in our, you know, in our crew, like in our hip hop community. You know what I'm saying? And then when he ran for president, it was like it changed because it was like he was, you know, it was like a lot of support of the supremacists, right. like you said. So that's where I think that 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 change came in. But now, like I said, I'm starting to see more and more of us of of our culture kind of like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not sold on it. But I can understand how you can be. Sold. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, we gotta switch okay. gears though. Cause I we've been on for a minute, and I want to I want to close it down in a few. But I I do want to touch on real quick. Rest in peace to Andre Harrell, and that's like you know a lot of people don't know who Andre Harrell is. So I'm gonna kind of give a little bit of a background. Not like you know I ain't, I'm not gonna give you his biography, but I'm I'm gonna give you a little bit of background before we talk about it, just to kind of so people kind of know where we're coming from in talking about the passing of. Um, Andre Harrell, rest in peace and, and prayers and condolences to his family and, you know, and friends and everybody associated with him. But basically, he um, kind of pretty much pioneered uh, well, he started Uptown Records and then he pretty much ushered uh, Puff Daddy aka P. Diddy, aka Love or whatever he want to be called <laughs> into his career like basically like launched the career of the the Sean the, you know Sean Puffy Cones that we know right and also you know helped and in, in was instrumental in launching the careers of Biggie and Heavy D and um Mary J Blige you know what I'm saying the list goes on you know what I'm saying like this dude was legendary and the reason why I personally felt like we should talk about it is because like his just not just specifically hearing him or you know him specifically but like his his family tree like the 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 fruit that came off of his his tree of uptown records 
you know, it, I don't know how it affected your grow, you know, your childhood or you growing up, high school years, whatever, but like it has such an impact on me. Like I remember the first time I heard um P. Diddy and uh Mace uh hold me down. Okay, hold me down. Like I remember I was I was playing AAU mm-hmm. basketball and um this is like really like one of the greatest memories I have of one of the, uh one of the guys one of my teammates when um when I was playing um that ended up getting killed like I want to say like a couple years after that Jay Crumb but we used to like we would drive to the like to the games and that was the song we used to play before every game and we used to have a whole bus like the whole fan rocking to right. that song and you know it just like I have so many different memories of like that, you know what I'm saying? So many different times like where I heard like even like just you know the whole what's the 411 oh and all that like you know just you know what I'm saying like it's so many classics like Heavy D like I remember watching Heavy D and being like man that that, that big motherfucker cool like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I, <laughs> yeah like he fly like you know what I'm saying like that's that's how I yeah. want to dress you know what I mean? So like it just has such an impact of my child on my childhood, not him directly, you know, Andre Harrell, but just in the fact that he, you know, made Pub Daddy an intern and and and, and, and basically motivated and trained, you know, was that was yeah. his apprentice, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Raised raised Pub Daddy to be the like the, the an executive an executive and then, you know, Pub Daddy in turn went and actually started like getting all his artists together you know what i'm saying so all these different artists like came off of this tree so i wanted you to kind of you know talk about like how how that impacted you because I, I ain't gonna lie i cried this morning when i saw that Andre so, like, to me the best quote ever is and i see it on t-shirts all over the place but you know it's like if it's not a 90s R&B romance, then I don't want it, right? So it's yeah. like... I think... Man, whew, this is like emotional, but it's like... Yeah. Unfortunately, like kids today, right? Unless, unless they were exposed to it. You know what I mean? Like they don't understand the magic of of that era right like the the early 90s i i would even say like you know just kind of even if like you back it up a little bit and kind of go like into like the beginning of like hip-hop and everything else and then just kind of as it hit like the late 80s early 90s up until like you know the the 2000s like that was a magical like magical moment in music in time you know what i mean because it's like yeah we literally created an entire genre of music in that time yeah you know what i mean and it's like that is such a huge building block on on what we listen to now and it's just like to to have such creators like that you know it's just it's sad because it's like okay like 
we needed them to, to, to still create, to still guide, you know, kind of the, the music and shape the music. And you just hope and pray people like, you know, um, Puffy and, and Mariah and Mary and everybody else, like they take the time and say, okay, stop. Like, let's make sure we keep this solid, you know, musical foundation going and continue to build on it. You know what I mean? Because unfortunately, I think we're getting lost in in the art of music and it's kind of becoming just like a mainstream jumble you know what I mean and when you hear like the smaller more soulful artists and you know rappers and and lyricists and everything else it's like they don't get the play that they should you know what I mean so it's like I'll I'll even put it like this this is actually the best way to put it that era changed music and how it was listened to and how it was um how was how it was consumed mm-hmm. right and in that era we didn't have to look for the music the no. good music the good music they put on the radio they put yeah. in the mainstream there is to me in my opinion and I listen to right. a lot of music all time I listen to I listen to anybody from you know James Brown all the way up to Lil Uzi Vert you know I listen to everybody right so I give them all the chance I give I I think I told y'all that like I give everybody a shot right right? and some I like for certain reasons I listen to Young Thug for different reasons than I listen to Nas or Dave East right same thing with R, even with R&B. There's a lot of great R&B music. I literally have a playlist full of it. But you won't hear, you might hear one song out of my 100 and something. You might hear maybe, actually, I, I take that back. You may hear five of the songs on my 120 list, yeah. you know, playlist, 120 song playlist on the radio or on mainstream or, you know, like, I listen to a lot of Kehlani. I listen to a lot of, you know, Tory Lanez and Jacquees and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's so much, Chris Brown, like, it's so much good music now. It's just that you have to find it. You have to go locate it yourself, which nobody really has time to do that shit. Like, we're not radio execs or or program directors. Like, we don't have time to sift through a, a, a bunch of music the only reason i get to do it is a lot of times like i'm working from home so i'm that's all i'm doing is listening to music or even if i'm working at you know i'm at work i'm on a computer you know that's all i'm doing is just listening to music all day so i'm able to go through and be like oh, okay i gotta add this exactly. to my playlist. and i'm just listening to just different a whole bunch of different artists and picking out the songs that i like but and i think honestly like we as consumers over time are lazy because that's how we were introduced to music. In our era, when we were were born and grown up, the music came to us. Now we have to go find it. And I think a lot of people don't have the time to do that. So it's like, that's the, the, the census is, man, there's no more, or there's not as good of music anymore. And there really is like, you know, and a lot of the artists, even if you listen to a lot of the stuff now, like even if you listen to uh, Party Next Door or you listen to 
uh, um, uh, what's my boy Ty Dolla Sign, or you know, um, you know, even a lot of like production, like hit maker production. It's a lot of like old. They're taking a lot of '90s stuff and incorporating it in new stuff and re like recreating. It. Like, there's a song I love by Summer Walker and Usher that like basically they redid. Um, they redid the um, the Destiny's yes. Child song. Yeah, say my name. Yeah, man, I love that damn song. Is that? I think that's her and Usher, man. But I like you know I love that song. Like, it's so many good songs out there, but I think it's harder to find them in our era you know back when andre harrell was you know finding artists it's like okay we're gonna find the best artists and we're gonna put that best artist in the studio with the best producers and then we're gonna put out the best song you know and then you know and then everybody's hearing these best songs if you go back you know a lot of our favorite songs, even in that era, weren't the songs no. they played on the radio. It was the ones we had to go find. It was the ones on the mixtapes. It was the ones on the, you know, random song on the soundtrack or some random song on, you know, on the on the mix that we got from school. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. So it's like, you know, I think, I think, yes, maybe as far as the artists are not as uh they're, they're they're way more accessible now so we don't we don't cherish them as much it's it's probably a lot easier now to get your your music heard because you're on you know with with the, the internet and everything you know but I, and I, you know i think yes we had great music in that era but i think we have great music in this era it's just harder to find Let's see you and know? that's you know, I would agree with you 100%. And that's almost why I like my my streaming platforms a little bit better than radio. You know what I mean? Because I'm listening to the radio and... Oh, I never right. And it's like, okay, great. So I heard a song and I may have heard it for the first time, but now in the hour, you know, commute that I have, I've now heard it seven times. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you heard, like, honestly, like, I, I I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, if I could share my playlist with the world, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, man, that, like, everybody would be like, you know what? There's some good music out right. there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I got, like, I got probably, like, I think I got, like, 15 different playlists with different sounds. And that's just like I think I do have a playlist for like maybe like alternative or rock and roll or pop music or whatever. But most of it is like good R and B, rap. You know what I'm saying? Like most of it is good shit that people are like it doesn't exist. People, a lot of people say it doesn't exist anymore. I'm like, no, it does. You just it's just hard to Squeaky. find. Like you. You know, you wait, not, wait, uh, squeezy, you squeezy, know. squeezy. This is what we're gonna do. Ready, ready. Yeah. Top ten playlists, top ten songs, right? In different playlist uh-huh. categories. Okay. Next episode, we're gonna bring out our top ten lists. I'm with it. I'm with it. That's gonna okay. take some work, but and you saying of I'm all saying, time, you right? You can do yes. Yes, just of all yes. time. Oh, that's tough. See, that's super tough. Okay, but I got a list. 
I got I can okay. come up with a good list. Because you know what? It's like, okay, let's 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 get into Squeezy's head, right? Let's I, I wanna know what you listen to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I got you. I, I when I tell you like I can I can come up with a good list like of of good artists and good songs. Are you saying songs or artists? Let's think about this. I mean, if you're saying playlists, it, it would be songs. Yeah, yeah. If you're saying top 10 yeah. playlists, yeah. Okay, songs. Okay. I'm with it. Okay. I'm with it. I like this. So this has definitely been a great episode. I think we, we got enough Ooh, on this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a long one. <laughs> but, hey. That's how it, that, that's how it be when we get to talking. Okay, yo. you know, I, I think I think I, I was gonna say maybe we should cut ourselves to an hour, but there is no way we could. Yeah, nah, yeah, it's okay, hard. Fine. It's it's hard. It's hard to just do an hour because it's like the top. If we just did one topic, yes. it would be that probably. But you know, I like to do multiple mm-hmm. topics because I. I you know, we, I mean, we don't do it every day, so we might as well pick each other's brains as much as we can while we can. But, um, you know, and then we'll, like you, like you said, we'll do the, uh, we'll do the top 10 playlist next time. So that should, I mean, that might be a little more than an hour, but we'll see. <laughs> but hey, this has been another great episode of Marquez Mandated Madness featuring your girl, yeah. T-Zone Tiffany Beauty, T-Zone Beauty. At T Zone Beauty. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all the listeners. And uh thank you thank for listening. You, thank you. And um this will probably I'll 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 be posting this um if not tonight right. in the morning. Everybody Y'all be, be hearing good. this. Y'all be safe. Read. Words. That is that is the lesson of the day. Read. Read and read. and you like for real, no joke. If if you guys need to talk to somebody, like reach out, talk to a friend, you know, call, call the, the eight hundred numbers that are out there. Just don't don't hold it in. You know what I mean? Like talk to somebody. For real. So, yeah. Word. All right. Yes read. indeed. Another great episode. Thank you for thank joining you, me, thank Tiff. Thank you. Late notice, but hey, we no, got it done. I woke up from my nap to do this. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was wondering why you were all vibrant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm tired. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. But I I appreciate you again, and uh, we'll be back. All right, sweet. Yeah.